Afternoon, pilgrims and travelers on the sunny path of life. Afternoon, I sit, and behind afternoon, I shall stand. It is now around 4.30 p.m. in Hamilina. I did, though, record my thought this morning when I took you on a walk. Uh, to recycle in the olive uh, trees, but somehow I thought I connected my headset, but it didn't. So, didn't like the sound of it, and anyway, I was all over the place, and there was that famous race that the lady had talked to me about, so that was kind of happening, so they had the MC in town, and pretty early you could hear them. Last night you had some kind of a teenage party, so you had music going on until late. So it took me a second to kind of figure out what was going on. And there was like pink marking on the floor, on the ground. So, and those guys had their, uh, they had their work cut out for them. To have your work cut out for you, kind of, isn't it kind of weird? To, that expression, to have your work cut out. Because if your work is cut out, that means you have less to do, right? Anyway, it sounds kind of almost, it sounds kind of intuitive, actually. It doesn't, anyway, I haven't looked at the definition, but obviously learning, you know, expression in Spanish, uh, you get to, you get a little background, so, you know, or you have your work cut out for you, you know. Anyway. So, yeah, I kind of woke up, I kind of, didn't realize it was uh, spring forward, which makes me realize the mass tonight is at 8. I am wondering if we are officially moving the mass to 8 o'clock now instead of 7. I'm wondering if that's because of that. More than likely it is. Anyway, we shall see, but tonight mass is at, uh, tonight it's at 8, not at 7. So... It was so funny because this morning when I got done with my meditation, I went to open the curtain, the the sheds, what do you would call it? Uh, it's on the outside, actually. It's, it kind of rolls, persiana, they call them in Spanish. Uh, the shutters, I guess. Well, it's not a shutter, but it shuts. Anyway, I don't know. Rolling shutters, I'm going to call them. And it was dark, and I was like, well, hold on. Am I confused? Is it not? Is it not seven o'clock yet? And I'm looking at my clock, and I'm like, yes. And and I'm aware I was in denial for a few seconds, and I was like, uh, having trouble accepting it until I realized, oh, okay, that's what it is. And anyhow, so spring forward. Oh, sure. Spring forward happened, and so now we're gonna have a. Um, uh, evening hours extended. It's going to get dark around 9 o'clock now. And we're in March. Yeah, that's one thing that in Spain it does get uh, dark late. When you get to toward the summer, you know, like between 10 and 11. Anyhow. So, kind of realized this morning that, uh, well, I was going to go on that hike, you know, my nice big uh, three-hour hike. And then I realized, no, the body does not fit. Something isn't right. Something is not jiving. So I'm like, okay, we're going to change. That's okay. No big deal. So I did go on that nice leisurely 40-minute 
which to me doesn't feel like anything at all, actually, to be honest. Um, but uh, I'm like, that's, you know, I've talked about uh, once in a while getting those days. So anywho, so I made a very nice pot of lentils, which is nice, which is now finaling it, finishing its final cooling period before I put a plate on because I can put the lid of the pressure cooker because the height of the shelf will not permit it. So I'll use a plate instead that's where I don't have to transfer the the food and I don't need a pressure cooker for anything else anyhow. So it works out fine. So I ate like a pig today, my goodness. Which actually brings me to a nice place. You know, the idea of commitment and uh, biofeedback and discernment. You know, you, you find something you set your mind to. I want to do that. I want to stick with that. And then, uh, hold on. My, um, sorry, my ear was itching. And, uh, So, you know, where, where does the, the, cheerleading, the cheerleading come from? What is it about it that attracts you? And so, obviously, you know, this commitment of mine to do that intermittent fasting and, uh, you know, to have that very repetitive food and that I've committed to and... Uh, and I've been pleasantly surprised of not having really any cravings. Uh, and actually, even today, considering I kept going back for more food, it was like, what the heck is going on here? It was crazy. You know, I have a big breakfast. Then I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have a couple of toast with peanut butter and jelly. And I don't, I, I go kind of skimpy on the, on the, I don't put a lot of peanut butter. I'm kind of mindful, you know, I'm uh, of kind of nuts, you know, of kind of a high calorie food, basically, I am mindful of it. I mean, even though technically I don't really have any reason to be right. I mean, I'm in about a 20 BMI range, so. Anywho, I'm in a good place as the TV show goes with Ted Danson. And uh, then I went back down. That's what I had. I made. The, I had a one bag of ramen noodle. I had the last one. I've had those for like. <laughs> I have those since last summer. Basically, I had a. I had a couple with me as basically kind of a, like emergency. If I find myself in a tough place, I'm like, you can always find hot water, you know. And so I would have access to, to that kind, and it's so light. And I will. I will do that again. I know that. I will carry. I would have a couple of those because that's a great thing to have on hand uh, for sure in, in the kind of a backpacking active lifestyle. You know, you get the salt and all that stuff. So, and then the carbohydrates. So it's a great, great source, ridiculously affordable, uh, very portable, highly portable and, you know, uh, strong shelf life. So it's really perfect. Um, doesn't go bad. I mean, I don't know when that stuff's supposed to go bad, but if you don't mess with it, I don't see, anyway, I think it's quite durable. So I had that two, um, then I had something else, I forgot what. 
But anyway, it was just like, my goodness. My goodness. But my routine was off. I didn't do, I did my Japanese, which is uh, what I always start anyway, the morning, which is kind of weird, actually, because it's the hardest, but it's, uh, it's enjoyable to start with it. And I think, you know, my mind is fresh. You know, I'm a, kind of a morning when it comes to those things. Anyway, that's my time. Um, and I enjoyed when I was cooking my lentils, listening to a, a podcast, one I had not listened to before, because there are quite a few of his podcasts of George Tremblay on the Japanese from Zero uh, that I've listened a few times because I realize I'm still not getting it. So it's like, okay, we'll have to keep listening to it until... You go through the whole thing and you've basically, yes, you got all the important one. I don't have to remember every single thing that he says, but, you know, at least to get a, hello, hold on, I get a little sun in my face here, uh, to get the gist of it. And I'm, you know, like I say, I'm okay to basically do it over and over again. Like I say, I'm a beast of burden in that way. But I've, I've enjoyed it with some new words, some that I've, uh, um, I heard before there are some combination of sounds that that are problematic for me to remember them, so it takes me longer. So, and I just I just love the way he does it. I don't know. I, I just love his format. It really is compatible with my way of learning. Uh, I think it's kind of like a street smart kind of like like me kind of a guy. Anywho, and so enjoyed that. And then I watch uh, Machine of War. Is that what it's called? With Brad Pitt, you know, about the the war in Afghanistan, so it's kind of a satire, kind of like uh, oh, Kelsey Grammer, that movie. Um, it's kind of funny movie about that tank, about that basically ridiculous amount of waste going on in the military, with the money and then the ego that you have going on there. Uh, quite funny. Um, and then you had Catch-22 also. Well, that's different. What about the war? And it was in Europe. Well, I guess human nature. Put human nature wherever you want to. You're going to get some funny stories either way. But I, I watched that today in a, in a couple of installments. But yeah, all in one day. I haven't watched a movie in one day in a while. So took a very nice nap. So today's basically going differently. I... Uh, I went back out, did work a couple of times on pulling some weeds. I did my uh, hand mulching, you know, with uh, pruning shears and basically cutting things by hand. So it's quite time consuming. You don't create a lot of volume, but I enjoy it and cleaning that area. So my, my two spots in the front are done and I'm going back to the third kind of, it's a losange, uh, that I'm, that I'm working on now and I'm attacking it from, the different ends, so walking my way inside, and you have this kind of, uh, I guess, is it all aloe vera? I think it is. So you kind of have to be mindful of those because they have babies as well. So the babies are not dangerous, you know, meaning like they're not going to tear you up, but you can easily damage them. So, so I'm mindful of that and uh, listening to podcast, listening about how. Oh, that was funny too about. Uh, Wow, I'm digressing here. Good, I'm catching myself because I was talking about commitment, feedback, and uh, discernment. Let me go back to that one here. Sorry, I already got lost. So, 
so I have this commitment, you know, and then I'm reading about, you know, basically abstinence of food and liquid and even today on the on the Desert Father. And yes, I know I'm not a monk. I'm not living the cenobitic life and all that stuff. But it is, you know, it's something that I am interested. I'm kind of, in a way, I'm a little excited about it, actually, to be honest. There's something attractive about it that is in, that is enticing to me. Uh, you know, though, I mean, when you read about it, it's quite austere. It is quite brutal in a way. But I don't know. There's just something about it. So we'll see. We'll see where that takes me. And uh, and kind of realizing, well, a couple of things anyway, talking about discernment. Number one is what's most important for me is to really be attentive to my commitment to do that uh, intermittent fasting. And uh, I am aware that I have definitely, there's a part of me that's kind of a little out of control when it comes to eating. I, I just seem to ingest quite a bit. And I know it, it's kind of, oh, it's kind of tricky. Well, you can't be objective about yourself, so I can't be objective about myself. You know, what I'm saying is not the truth. It's my perspective at the time with my understanding, you know, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not in need to lose weight, you know, so, but it just, I mean, like today, I mean, I'm I'm kind of okay, but still it was like, I was just stuffing myself. I mean, st- no, stuffing is not right. I wasn't stuffing myself, but it was more than usual. It felt like more, it felt out of control. That, that's more like it. That's what the issue is. It's like more. I want more. I want more. And uh, and I was kind of thinking, okay, so what do I do about that voice? And uh, I've chosen so far to not do anything about it. You know, and even more so because I'm basically working in a transition now, you know, in about, in about three weeks. Is it right? Yeah, in three weeks. Yeah, in three weeks I will be I will be studying the Camino. Yeah, that's right. In less than a week I will be heading back to uh, Sevilla. So, I mean, I I will be doing the same, you know, intermittent fasting until the middle, and we'll see. In terms of, uh, I have an idea of trying to really simplify, <laughs> kind of ironic, but really simplify the diet, you know, to be to be moving to. Well, it'll depend on the grocery store because there's a lot of shitty bread in Spain. In all your mom and pop bakery, I mean, I really do not like that bread at all. I think it's really nasty. I tried. Uh, I said, who was that that wanted me to try? Oh, that was the Raquel in Vienna when I went to when I went and stayed at her place for a couple of nights, and she bought that bread for me to try. And I tried, and I was like, oh, it's nasty. It's white flour. The dough is dense. It's just horrible. Just horrible. I'm not a big fan, and of course I'm, uh, I'm biased. You know, my my upbringing is French bread, but I don't know. I think I'm not the only one here. Uh, outside of France, is going to be saying that France make uh, pretty darn good bread. So, and uh, and basically the grocery stores like Mercadona, I really like the big loaves that they have. And on this one, I realized, you know, I talked about, you know, uh, guacamole and then arugula and uh, and um, hummus and with some fruit 
and that basically will make a great meal. So as far as, you know, energy and uh, calories, and, and I think it's a great balance, actually, and it's something simple. Uh, so, but of course, a lot of the places where I'm going to be staying, they will not be Mercadona. Even though I mentioned them being, you know, the, I guess, the biggest employer, biggest private employer in, a, in the country, in Spain. But uh, anywho. So, but it's something that's becoming, uh, that's definitely getting a little more limelight exposure. So, you know, as my understanding of food and also my relationship with it and also what's important in my life. And uh, I do, I want food to become less important. You know, that, that was one of my reasons for intermittent fasting that it's it's not my passion basically you know to be in that kitchen to 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 devise and you know i, I can do i can do decent i can do decent work you know, in, ter in terms of engineering in the kitchen with dishes and recipes and and can work something to get to some good good places so i, I have capabilities but i realize yeah but that's not that's not what really it's going to rock my boat. It just isn't. So definitely food as nutrition is more of it, but it just isn't. So, so I'm talking. I'm trying to not lose my thought here. I'm, I'm on a... Estoy en el columpio. Ondeando. I'm waving on the... I'm swinging. I don't know how you say. I'm swinging. I don't know how you say that in Spanish. I can feel the sun peaking. The wind keeps moving the the cover, but it's uh, it's a crazy beautiful day here in Spain. So I'm swinging in the swing set here. I'm on a. Well, I guess you see. I mean, no, on a swing set, not in. That's something too. But those sus fuckers. You have languages like uh, in Italian. Uh, which is kind of funny, actually. George Cullen had a reference in English. Why do you say I am on the airplane? Because you are in the airplane, right? But you say I'm on the plane, which is really funny. And actually, in Italian, they do the same too. For many things, they would say in, which would means actually, uh, yeah, in in uh, in piscina, in in libreria, or nella, in the basically inside of, and then they have su sulla, uh, which means on top of. And then, so they have some things for whatever reason they use sula where everything else they use in or nella or nel or nello or nel. Anyway, it's uh, and it messes with you because you just have to find a way to memorize them. That's just uh, like any languages. Uh, uh, yeah, any languages. You have uh, you just have that grammar to help you to get you a decent base, and then you have to find a way to branch out and then. And then organize and create this crazy network. Anywho, so I am on this. This one is actually accurate. I am on the switch set. I'm not inside of it. So it's uh, very nice. I might, I might do. We'll see. I might do a, a little walk before going to church. 
So it's going to be late now. I'm going to be coming back later. So we'll see. We'll see how my uh, my the energy is. Uh, I didn't I didn't see that coming. But I think they may have already switched now. Mass to eight o'clock instead of uh, instead of seven. Well, it's kind of nice anyway for it to be a little, you know, cooler and and getting a little darker uh, before you you officiate mass anyway. So yeah, kind of a feeling like a bum today. I mean, I can't really feel bad. I have actually ended up mopping the whole house. The whole kitchen is clean. I've done some hand laundry this morning, you know, cooked my lentils. Uh, but yeah, it's just not the same like every day. So I'm kind of like even earlier, before that I was uh, I was reading some... Uh, hmm, Seneca has a book called a Short, On the Shortness of Life, I think it's, it's translated. And they're talking about how people are undervaluing that thing that's the most important for those other things. You know, for the promise of things to come, they basically sacrifice that which is certain, that which is in their hand, in their power. Which I'm kind of a believer in that. You know, the, the, to the undervalue of the present and the sacrificing of the present for future gains. And I'm definitely not a believer in that. Hmm. Mamma mia. Oh yeah, something else. The, the the lady that I've talked about in the church, she was actually there last night. And I did not see her. I always kind of look for her. I always look for that short haircut, those silver hair. And I didn't see her, but there she was. And in a corner of my eyes, I saw her basically com coming to me right before mass started. And she handed me a deal. <laughs> And this time was 20 euros. I mean, she, she had been giving me 10. And I don't know how many times. I would say at least four times by now, I think. Now it's 20 euros. So it's like, wow. Anyhow. Ah, church bell. Oh, if it means it's, uh, what, 5.30? No, it's 5 o'clock. Yeah, it's about 5 o'clock. Anywho. Hmm. Also something that has been a little bit on my mind is, you know, I often, I often think about Pilar and, uh, you know, this, I have, I feel a lot of gratitude toward her, you know, toward her generosity, her friendship, um, and our history and our connection. And so, you know, I was uh, basically sending a message, basically kind of expressing that. And she pretty much always hears something back. But uh, more than a day later, she hasn't. So from time to time, I'll, I'll just check my WhatsApp. It's tough not to. It's hard not to. A part of me is like, dude, your, your WhatsApp is... Well, that's not true. Sometime I'll get a message and there will be no notification. So I don't know why. I don't know why that is, but uh, some of her sometimes I don't like. Uh, there'll be like the, the basically the basic ring, whatever the jingle that you get it set upon. But often I don't, and even other people, I actually have to open the app to 
to see that. Anyway, doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, just kind of that's a little bit on my mind, but not too much, but a little bit, kind of a little bit of a kind of sadness, and I have not heard something back from the comment that I made to her, basically. Uh, but you know, I'm not uh, nothing to write home about. It's just something that was talking, it was just kind of floating around, and I'm like, well, let me just put it down. Let me just express it so that I can move on. And then it will not be a distraction if I choose to meander into a different aisle here. Just lazy. I can't do I think I'm getting better. Meaning to you know, to, to be okay with them. To not be so hard on myself or so judgmental. Um, and you know, my life has been so so light, you know, in respect to so many things. You know, oftentimes, you know, if you have a family or if you have work, you know, you have those external pressure. It doesn't matter how you feel. You just have to show up. The show must go on. And I guess mine are completely different, you know. I mean, worst case scenario, if I wasn't, you know, cooking my food, there's a restaurant that I can go to. There's a grocery store like Mercadona has a lot of... Uh, prepare dishes they have kind of like the station kind of like a walmart you know with like french fries roasted chicken pizza and they have things in their fridge you know like soups and uh, or like all grocery stores anyway they have ready to go pizza that you can put in, a, in your oven and they're good to go and uh yeah. so you know, that's sad. But yeah, I mean, most of what I do is just uh, self-imposed. And it's because I want to do it, you know. Well, yeah, I think it is. I think it's because I want to do it. I don't, I don't think it's, I feel like I have to. I enjoy exercising. I enjoy the yoga, the meditation, the languages. You know, I I'm enjoying the I mean, even though the the house cleaning is very light here because it's just me, so you know, I don't, I don't bring the shoes inside the house. I'm a big believer in taking your shoes off, and actually, to me, it makes no sense whatsoever to walk around with shoes that you walked out with. God knows what you've stepped on. So, to me, at least, that that mentality of taking your shoes off. Remember my sister Stephanie, you know, asking me, and I'm like, of course. <laughs> I don't know if, I, if I'd forgotten that time before walking in and I just kept my shoes and I wasn't thinking about it. But, you know, when she mentioned, I was like, of course. Yeah, no problem. It makes complete sense, you know. Yeah, you clean your house. Yeah, well, why, why not do it in such a way where you don't have to do it all the time? So don't make it, don't make it dirtier than you have to. I don't know, it just makes sense to me. I know in Spain, it's not a big deal. It's not something that's done, basically. People keep their shoes on. So, and you don't see a lot of uh, 
they may have rugs, but uh, it's not really carpeted. I don't know in the mountain area, you know, where it gets really cold in the winter. Um, but I think that's something that you see more in the, in the colder countries to have the, the carpet because it does make a difference. It's a little warmer in the winter than those tiles. Maybe the wooden floor is not as cold. Anywho. So all those things, you know, that I do, I mean, they are, they are enjoyable. I enjoy seeing clean windows, clean floor. I'm enjoying seeing the supplies dwindling in the kitchen. I don't know if I mentioned that I have a table in this way, I guess you could call it a uh, it's not an island, but it's basically, it, it serves as an island. It's a table, basically a small table. And uh, that's where I put most of my supply. So now I have a lot of those small individual bottles of herbs and spice. Uh, but that's uh, uh, the grand majority of it. And uh, yeah, it's like... No, not much, uh, not much left. Just a half a glass of lentils, a little bit of brown rice, some quinoa, some basmati, and I will destroy that this week. And outside of fruit, and I decided to eat a little more fruit. I'm also starting to drink more, so I realized my tea rotation is moving a little faster. So. I was kind of wondering about that because in the colder months I was drinking so little, you know. I mean, maybe two glasses a day. I mean, in all fairness, I was drinking like a liter, you know, of tea in the morning, and you know there was uh, plenty of liquid of my food. I mean, it's I do, I do have a highly hydrated food, but still. Uh, but then at the same time, my urine has always, you know, stayed cleared of that yellowish or orangey color. I mean, that's even when I backpack, even in the hot, hot weather, my urine remained quite clear. So, yeah, from that standpoint, I think I'm doing quite fine in terms of hydration. You know, it's like you don't have to hold on to the Bible for it. I think the body does the job pretty good. And I think that index of color is a good one to use. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just, I'm, I'm too... Uh, I feel so lazy. I feel like taking another nap. Anyhow. So I'm actually going to get another tea now. I, I just finished one that I poured earlier when I started cleaning. So anyway. So going to enjoy. Enjoy the rest of my day. Wishing you a nice uh, lazy day too, wherever you are. Enjoy. Enjoy those days of rest. Of lull before the storm. Anyway. Love and peace. Until later.